What's going on? On the real, the show. I'm Josh Rose. And we, and just had a, we just had a whack, whack start. Are we? Are we good? Testing, testing, testing. Yes. Are we live? Okay, we are live. What's We're going live. on? I'm on the real, the show. I'm Josh Rose. And I'm Lonzo. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. We just had a hell of a morning. Yeah, we did. Ah, that was great. So the IBW clay shoot went down. It did. And it is phenomenal. It was a good time. It was a good time, right? And isn't it addicting? I mean, can you tell the people what we were doing? What? Oh, did you say clay shooting? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. not illegal. No, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you say clay shooting. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we, we we went clay shooting. Uh, skeet shooting. Do and they so, call it that? No, why don't they so call it that anymore? I, they call it sporting clays. I heard, okay, so I heard skeet shooting is the one where it ju you just have that little dog thrower and it freaking throws it out there for you. You know what I mean? You manually launch it with your arm like you basically throw your own shit out there and you and you blow it up oh okay this one is like a golf course where there's you know coming over you going yeah they pull it know. they got a little system that pulls yeah it. yeah mm. so that okay. whole thing where you press the button i heard yeah. that's clay shooting i heard when you do it yourself like you're there with a the shotgun and i'm over there throwing the clays uh, right <laughs> i don't know how far you're gonna get i guess that that's one. ski shoot i'm not okay. sure i don't know i thought they were the same thing i'll walk in telling people i was gonna be skeeting this weekend a ski um, skirt? A ski, yeah, a ski skirting this weekend, but um, it was a good time. I oh, man. So, uh, so, first of all, we get there. We get there. In front of everybody. Oh, yeah, that's where, that's where we're going. <laughs> I am that guy. Mind you, he's taking me to go. Clay shooting. Right. Somewhere. But this is only been. my second time going. But Granted, he's still been there, though. Nonetheless, nonetheless. I'm that guy with my shotgun on my tr on my uh, uh, tailgate trying to figure out how to put it together because apparently I forgot how to do it. Mm -hmm. This man spent a couple thousand on a shotgun just to struggle to put it together on the first time that I went with him. He's been there already. Had enough time to play with weeks. it at home. No. All right. He could play with it at home. This and one isn't even fun to play with. It's not a pump. I can see could, you like playing with a pump at home. Okay. Like, well, not playing with it, but he had time to learn how to put it together. I did. It's been three weeks. He Well, he must freeze up under pressure because today, from what I saw, you didn't know what you were doing. And I was okay, gonna help, but on. I wanted to. I wanted you to, you know, figure it out on your own. Uh huh. Sure. Sure. I mean, I know less than you at this point, and you still struggled to put it together. But you put it together nonetheless. It only yeah. took twenty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah. You let your friends get their jokes off. Oh man! And know. it just so happened that all my friends walked by. Shout out, Sly, Tony. Um, yeah, shout out to them. Some cool guys. Yeah, they're 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 good good guys. Um. And they're talking shit, you know, and, uh, you know, and I deserved it. I looked like an idiot. <laughs> I was in there like, uh, and then I finally figured it out, put it together. Yeah. We go up there and luckily we took so long because well, I'm going to get to that part later in the story. 
Um, so we go up there. Uh, they give us a little speech. They tell us to uh, to go what um, what hole? I, I don't know what to call it. What what hole? I call it a hole. We'll call it's it kind of like a golf There's course. There's 18 stations. Yeah, and they told us station. to man our station, and they, that's where we start. Yes, and uh, the first one was cool. First one was good. My first three shots, I hit. Yeah. Um, but let me tell you, leading up to getting there, just hearing all the guns go off. I mean, all the the stuff going on around me for really the first time because shotguns are louder than any most guns. You know, I yeah. mean, I've shot guns before. I haven't shot bigger calibers, but you know, me myself, I own one. You know, legally, and um, you know, I go to the range and I shoot it, and I don't get a lot of shotgun action. I mean, the couple of times I've been, there's not yeah. a lot of people shooting shotguns, but here you are, and all you hear in the distance it sounds like the Fourth of July. Yeah, you hear it echoing, especially the yeah. the range that we were at. It's uh, it's in the valley. It's in yeah. between mountains. Um, and, and all you hear is shots ringing through the ringing through the valley. That's it. You know, and as I'm walking up to my first my first station, our first course, and I'm told to get up there. All I can think about is, damn. All right, like I'm trying to get myself into the you know try to get myself mentally prepared because I know that this this shotgun is gonna have kickback now. I don't know how much. You know, I've, I've shot. You know, a forty-five and, and under. Right? I ain't shot no. But that's AR. a handgun. Yeah, these are handguns. Yeah, yeah, Completely yeah. different. Yeah. And so didn't know Because with handguns, all you do is just yeah. let it go up. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you're not even really aiming anything, a aiming at anything. I get, I get up. I let you guys, uh, you know, four in our group that we're rocking with, and I let the three of you guys shoot, and now it's my turn. I hit three, all three of my first targets. But after that, I'm not gonna lie, I, I, my, my heart was racing when I stepped up with the shotgun. I didn't know I what it was gonna it. feel like. I shot the first three. Boy, did I feel good. Now, yeah. granted, I missed the other one. It took one. one. So yeah. I had the same thing. I'm, I'm just terrified, nah. right? And I, and I, I already went over this on another podcast. But yeah, as soon as that first, you let that first shot go, and you're like, oh, that's it. <laughs> this that, is that, awesome. My, let me, let me tell you, that's not it. The fact that he just played it off to say that way, all it takes is one shot for it to be like, this is it. And look, I'm, I'm down for anything. Uh, my whole life, I have been a person that is always down to to do whatever. You know, I like the I like I like the rush of a lot of things to do things. But like for you to just say it took one shot and you were perfectly fine and you weren't shaking, I shot my first course that first station, and by the second round, I was still like scared that I didn't station yeah, second yeah, yeah, station yeah. that I was gonna like my hands were shaking. Really? I was still like still like anxious, like not like a like a scared shake, but like a I've never. Right, right. Had the like kickback. Yeah, adrenaline. the adrenaline's kicking yeah. in, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I'm gonna be honest. I, it might have took me till our third, fourth station to finally before I finally. For me, it was it was instant. Yeah. As soon as I realized that was it, because I I don't know, man. I had it like built up in my head because you see all these videos online where it just. I didn't watch any videos. No, I've never like watched that. a single. That I ain't watched nothing. I might. Like, I follow a bunch of redneck pages. So. Yeah, I don't. I haven't watched anything. I didn't see any videos. I went in there, shot it. No, nothing. I didn't know what to expect. I knew what skeet clay shooting was. You know, I've heard of it before. I've seen yeah. it in movies, but I never really like thought anything of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, until the third or fourth round wasn't until I was able to shake those, those little jitters, uh -huh. you know? And then after that, it was just how much, how much am I willing to put up on like my shoulder yeah. or just getting hit, you know, the kickback on those things after yeah. six, you know, we were getting to some stations where 
They were just leaving us the, you know, leaving us shells. Right. So the format was they want you to do because there's a lot of people. They mm-hmm. want you to do six shots. A lot of people per station. You could do doubles. Wait, or you can, can we do can three we, doubles? Can we tell them how many people though? Like might have been about like two hundred, a hundred to two hundred people. No, it was definitely over a hundred okay. because that's how many tickets were sold in general. Okay, and then everybody could bring a guest, so it was around two hundred yeah. people. Yeah, so we're talking two hundred people on a course that on any given day might have how many? When I went there three weeks ago or whatever, there we didn't even see anybody else. Okay. We didn't even, uh, besides, the, they did start a class. Yeah. So there was like five people in this like little instructing class, yeah. whatever. So we're at, a, we're at a course. The last time we've been there, we're, we're talking minimal people, tens of people. Now we're talking hundreds of people. So the lines are long, you know, yeah. and in between stations. It's supposed to go it's smooth. It's supposed to go smooth, but, but any little hiccup, people got questions. Yeah. Even, you know, I get it. I started off the same way. I was like, okay, what about this? And, and the instructor instructors are trying to, like, get you back online. But, yeah, there's a lot of people. But yeah. Go on. And, when you know, so they want you to do six shots. Uh, whatever. You can do six singles, four singles, one double, whatever. You get six shots. You do what you want with them. Yeah. A lot of them are hard enough to where I couldn't even attempt doubles. Oh, it would have been a waste. Um, But uh, some of them you can. They're the easier ones and stuff like that. We'll be posting videos later. Um, When, so we went to our first one. It was cool. It was cool. Nice and easy. I mean, it was kind of (laughs) easy. Then we go to the next one because we look at the one in front of us and it's backed up. I guess the machine malfunctioned or they had a backfire on one of the guns. Whatever. And so everybody's telling us to skip. You can skip around. It's it's whatever, right? So we go, and we uh we go to the one that's open. There's one right across the way, and this one's hard. This one, it was the one where where it was up on the the big pole. Oh yeah. And it was shooting it. So I mean, it's uh, far away. Oh yeah, they basically high. they the, so the first one started where they right in front of you is probably coming up like ten feet. 15 feet off the ground and you shoot it. Yeah. We get to this next one. They're, they're, they're shooting clays off telephone poles. Yeah. These are telephone poles. Right? Yes. So you're pointing the gun at like a straight up into the air, basically. Yeah. And it's a shotgun. The further away it is, the harder yeah. it is. So you got these at a certain things. point, it's almost impossible. For us, yeah. at least. And Not, you got you know. these things coming off a telephone pole shooting into the sky. Yeah. And you're talking 30, 30, 40 yards yeah yeah into the air yeah and so they were harder and i hit my first two and um after that i missed the rest of them yeah i think i got one out of six there on a lucky strike you know yeah and then after that we start to go and it's still backed up and then i go to the next one and so we're now now we're crashing in everything's getting bottled up i don't know what to do because now people are like, oh, we're next, we're next, you know what I mean? It kind of, it wasn't like, it wasn't a thing, but you could sense that everybody was kind of like, oh, our group's next, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, well, I just want to say, if you're going to cut in line, and, and, and you know you're cutting in line, you need to commit to cutting in line. Yeah. You don't need to be apologizing for why you're where you're at. Yeah. All right, the whole point of cutting the line is doing it confidently. And if there's some problems after that, then whatever. But if it's just like, oh, 
one person's like, hey, you can't cut in front of me. Okay, so I'll get behind you. And yeah. if the person doesn't say nothing, hey, here I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, but I don't know. Maybe Josh is just an honest man. And, uh, you know, shout out to him for being an honest man. Yeah, but for no, me and the rest of the guys, we were like, you know yeah, what? Hey, Paul did not care at you all. You know, I'm there. Yeah, I'm Paul did not I'm there and care, I'm like, bro. this guy. I came with Josh and there's only a second quarter. So whatever he wants. And if majority vote says, hey, all right, we're not going to cut. We're just going to uh, stay in line and stay in the order we came in. And so be it. But if everybody was like, we're going to cut, I was just there. Y'all can do the talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so then we go to the next one. And uh, that one, uh, that one was a hard one. That one was the, uh, no, that one was actually fairly easy. The rabbit was a little hard. But the one that, that flipped, the high one yeah. was actually pretty easy because it's coming towards you. It is fast. But it's coming towards you, and if you just wait long enough, it's going to yeah. be in front of you. So you know? I, I, so for people that have never done it, I would say the ground ones, they're like ground balls. Imagine in baseball, you get like a, 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 a grounder. They call them rabbits. You yeah. get them hops. And so the ball hits the ground, and it bounces like three, four, five, six, seven times until it gets to the end, and it stops. But then that first hop to like the fifth hop to where it ends, you need to hit it. Right? Those are very easy. Tend to, it tends to be on a hill, on a slope, or whatever all you do is shooting at the ground. Yeah. It's a lot easier. And you're probably like 20 yards out, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it isn't until you get the ones that are shooting, even the ones that come across you. I mean, there's some that come across at a good angle, and they got hang time. Like, anything yes. that comes across, some come fast, but some just float in the air. You know, the ones that are going away from you, though, they, they shoot at an angle, and they're going away from you. You got to get them You got to get them quick, because after too far, you know, you, the it's, bullet, it's, it feels like the pellet spread gets caught in the wind. You're shooting at 50, 50 yards away with the, with, with, the, with the BBs, a, a group of BBs that are trying to fly to hit 50 yards away. Right. You're not going to be able to hit it. They're right. going to spray too far, or the wind's going to take them away. Yeah. There's just no weight and no momentum to carry them forward. Yeah, and I couldn't track my shot. I couldn't tell if I was missing by an inch or a mile. Yeah. You know? Oh, it was hard to tell. It's it, not you cannot look even at even just watching somebody else try it. Yeah. I couldn't tell. No, you, you you can't see these BBs when they leave your when they leave the barrel. That's it. Yeah, yeah you and your get... spread, you know, yeah. and that's just it. I don't know if I have the right choke on it for the right spread. Yeah. Of, and I heard it's by distance is the choke because um, I don't know. I'm gonna look up that technology yeah. later. Uh, but uh, then then after some hard ones, we got to the easier ones, and we started doing doubles. Yeah. My man. Let's yeah, we hit a couple. See. We hit a couple. You know. Yeah, those were the easy ones. Um, yeah, because you didn't have to lead them. You could yeah. just literally point, shoot, you yeah. know? You know, and honestly. It, it makes you it, feel good. For, for people that have never done it, too, I just want to say that, like, you know, the biggest thing with – clay shooting and doing it or just shooting a shotgun if we're being honest or just a big caliber um it 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 takes some getting used to like you getting in there and like i said for me and i and you know i, I box and i remember my first time joining boxing and, and joining an actual gym where we spar and we do all that stuff and it gets technical and like hey you're not just shooting at random or you're not hitting the still target you know what i mean like it's one thing to hit a heavy bag but it's another to actually spar with someone right and try to do those same combinations right. it's like shooting at a, a still target at like a, a shooting range where the target doesn't move right and then going and you get to a clay field where they're just the things are moving they're flying through the yeah. sky you gotta time it and also you know you gotta really you you gotta you gotta you gotta zone in and you gotta get used to taking that 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 recoil that bounce back yeah it, it's a lot it I would kind of put it towards holding like a a little mini like Fourth of July mortar to your like chest. Like it yeah. could be like that, yeah. you know. Especially for these um these uh 
mid-range guns, these mid-range shotguns, you yeah. know. You know, fortunately for me, you know, Josh, you know, he has them a nice one, you know, and it comes with a good, comfortable stock, and, and you don't feel a lot of that inertia that comes from the gun blowing back is right. kind of padded. It has by a the, very composite stock, um, and, uh, and that's the reason why I bought, the same reason I bought my handgun like that is because there's a lot less re recoil yeah. on yeah. it because the internals and stuff. It's padding. But, uh, you got some padding. You yeah. got some. You got some padding between mm -hmm. the bullet exploding and it coming back to your chest. Yes. You know? And um, I'll tell you about these little, uh, these other ones. These, uh, you know, these mid range. Yes. So that's what I wanted to get into next. Let's set this up right. So he's been using my shotgun. We're uh, all just getting used course. to it. Yeah, the whole course. And the uh, my buddies I went with. Shout out Paul and Chris. Um, we uh, they have um, side by side. No, over-under. They have an over-under. They both had over-unders the same shotgun. And there is no padding. Oh, wait. I think they had the end the end piece, right? So if I had to explain what the differences are in these paddings um, for people that have never done it. Um, let's say that Josh's is a 2x4 and in between, like, the butt end of a 2x4, the flat side, the, the end of the 2x4. Right. You put it on your shoulder and imagine you put, like... I don't know, some pressure on the other side. Somebody just pushed their hand against the other end of the 2x4 into your shoulder, right? Like, I would say a mid-size hammer. Yeah, a mid-size yeah. hammer to the one end, and it hits you back in the shoulder, right? Yes. That's Josh's is like that, but you put about, like, a two-inch, like, little, not even, like, an inch and a half of, like, Piece padding. Of, like, foam. Of yeah, foam yeah, or yeah, something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And it'll take in the shot. So you're still going to feel the pressure, right. but it's not going to be as aggressive and as, as like... As blunt. It's not going to be as blunt, exactly. Yeah. It's not going to drive into you. And how would like you describe that. theirs? You get to theirs, you get that same 2x4, and you put it straight to your fucking... <laughs> straight to your chest. That 2x4 yeah. has no padding, yeah. and you let somebody come with about a little bit bigger size hammer... <laughs> And they smack the end, and it goes, and you got this fucking two by four digging straight into your your arm, your shoulder, your shoulder blade. Yeah. It's really your shoulder, yeah. Between your arm and your shoulder, you got it digging into your armpit, essentially. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Imagine how much that's gonna hurt. And you do that enough times, you're gonna you're gonna feel it. Yeah. You the know? difference. So at the end, we all looked because he was like, "Oh, let's see your shoulder," you know. And they had red marks up and down here. Yeah. I mean, you could definitely tell yeah. there was some impact yeah. there. I mean, I don't have anything. Yeah. You so, know. Yeah, and 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 it was to the point where I had shot like five stations uh, and I have with a Josh's gauge, gun. By the way. Yeah, shot five stations with Josh's Benelli with the good padding. It was good, and he had, he had told me it was like, "All right, you know, yeah, at some point you should try the guys just so you know." Because I asked them, what's the difference? Why did right. you pay so much and why didn't they? So I grabbed their gun and after the first shot, instantly I was like, oh. Like, <laughs> and like to the point where the instructor kind of called me out and yeah. said. He's like, don't flinch when you pull like, the trigger. He was like, don't flinch when you pull the trigger. Mind you, I hadn't been flinching up until this point. Yeah. Right? yeah. It wasn't until I got this mid-range shotgun. I, even, I, I don't know. Is it the lower end? Because I don't know what a mid-range shotgun is. You know? No, no, no. So the, the mid-range is the longer barrel. No, I'm saying like mid-range price. Wise. Oh, no, that's, that's a low. Nice that's a low that's end. That's right? low. Okay, so I get this low end shot. I would say mine is, a is, high end. is mid. It's, you think it's mid? Bro, go on the Benelli site. There's okay. $3,500 shotguns. So we're, well, we're talking mid range, upper mid range, I would say. Yeah, oh, okay. I'll agree like on an that. upper mid range shotgun that yeah. I've been using the whole course, I switch over to this low end shotgun. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong $350 with it. Some shotgun. guys take it if you want to just get out there. It's and, old school. Yeah. That's like old school. That, that's like Wild West. That's like, uh, how the West was one type shotgun. That's like the difference between driving uh, a Lamborghini 
and uh, 56 uh, uh, Bel Air. You know what I'm saying? It's style points. You know what I mean? I don't know about style points. It's just it's comfortable. No. You don't know. Style points would just be if it looked good. No. I've seen older guns that look good. No, 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 no. It's like, it's, it's the difference between using. That was a terrible comparison by him. I just want to say. No. It's not because the 56 Bel Air, everybody's like, man, that is some gangster shit, dude. You're out here just mobbing into gangster shit. The Ferrari, you know it's fast. You know it's nice. You know it's good. You already know. All you got to do is say Ferrari or Lamborghini. But the 56 Bel Air, it just looks like an OG. No, hey, you look I, like I, an I'd old timer no. out there ready to win the West. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. I mean, is that, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of a There's comparison. There's points I can't involved. Think of one. Off the top, but you know the Benelli is more of the name brand, and and then you have the other shotguns, whatever, whatever the case is, it hurt like hell. <laughs> <laughs> and each time I shot that, because I only did it six times, I was it was six shots. Um, those six, each six times leading up to the last one, I was just like, man, I can't wait to get this thing out of my way. <laughs> I can't like, wait to get this I, I do not want to shoot this after this, and I didn't. We did like six more stations after that, yeah. six more shots each. You know, and oh, actually, some more, some more, yeah, some more shots. You know, because um, people were already quit and yeah, people were just leaving slugs. <laughs> yeah, people were leaving slugs behind. So we, you know, we had some fun, and I didn't touch that other gun again. So, you know, and it, it, it is one of those things where it's it, it's not the same when the target's moving as opposed to shooting something that's still. You know, right. like I, you know, you go to a driving range. I mean, any shooting range, and most of the time, if the target's not moving, you can just shoot a still target, and then it's whatever you're shooting straight but you get a shotgun and you're shooting something that's moving it, it adds an extra element to it oh and, yeah um, but it, it, it's a it's a great time and i'm telling you every time i get in these uh in these ranges or the clay shooting whatever i can't help but feel like dang i need to buy a gun before oh yeah like, i so hope i won one of those guns bro uh, oh, I my man. god mind you his friend like his buddy paul shout out to paul uh gave me the option when i first pulled up they were doing a whole raffle everybody gets one ticket Paul had another one, and he gave it right, to me. Right, because he bought your ticket yeah. because I was going to try to buy somebody yeah. else's. So I, so Paul had the two tickets. He had mine, and he had his. He was like, hey, you can pick one. Right when we got there, early morning, said, you can pick a ticket. You know, whatever one you pick. If you win, you win. You know? Cool. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, all right. So I pick a ticket. And he was, and Paul was like, you're going to win. You're going to win. And I was like, you know, I don't feel like it today. <laughs> but, um, so whatever. So it comes down, raffle comes, and um, shit. They got guns. They got coolers. They got everything that a bro would need. You know, they got camping gear. They got knives and guns. And you know, mine this isn't a a, a a union. It's full of majority men, a couple of women who get down like that. And they go and they start raffling off stuff. And they call the number and they say eighty nine. And I knew mine was around there. I didn't know it was 88, but my, for the moment that they called it, they said 489. I was like, <gasps> I've never seen 48. I don't remember what the last number and was. And everybody, all the three of us looked at it and we're like, where's Paul? And I, I look at my ticket and I'm like, fuck, 488. And I was like, wait a minute, 488. All right, so Paul gave me the ticket. I broke it off his ticket. I was like, he either has 87 or 89. I said, yeah. where's Paul? I look up. He's and he's up, literally on the claiming stage claiming his, his gun. His Glock 19. Good for him. He's claiming his Glock 19. And I was just like, damn. But I was so happy that at least somebody that I was rolling with yeah. got a prize. And yep. he was an honest man, and that's why he won. Because he was like, look, I'll let you pick whatever ticket at the beginning of the event. 
and I picked the I picked the one I picked. It was a 50-50 chance. I like those odds. I'll take them. Shit, if if a friend of mine go in, cool. I'll take that too. So, yeah. Shout out to Paul. Hope he enjoys that Glock 19. Yeah. You know. Um, we'll hey, we'll shoot free. it. It's, we'll shoot it. It's essentially free. You know. It, it is. Paid it. A hundred percent free. So essentially, it's free. And um, he gets to go with the gun, and I get to go away with the bruised shoulder. So. <laughs> slightly. Slightly bruised. Yeah. Really, it's just red. Probably go away by the morning. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I end up winning a griddle. What was it called? What's it called? What, pit, pit Boss. Pit Boss. Pit Boss Griddle. I, I, I mean, I just heard my number, and I was like, yeah. And then, like, I walk up. I'm like, what is it? And they're like, it's the Pit Boss. So I was like, another grill? His wife almost. My he thought wife, his wife is was going kill to him. be pissed. And then, uh, and then after, so then I'm like, oh, I'm probably gonna give it to my apprentice, you know, apprentice or whatever. And uh, then we go up, and I realize it's a griddle, not a grill. Hey, and I've actually guys, been wanting yep. a griddle you guys know. ever since Nick Rose showed me yep. the Blackstone. Yep. He be cooking fire over there. I'm telling you, hey, there's a difference between a grill, a smoker, and a griddle. <laughs> I'm telling you, a griddle is really for a per- somebody that can cook. I'm talking, you do fajitas on there. Oh, talking. yeah. Oh, Man, yeah. And you grill in everything. Best. Onions, grilling onions. You make tacos. You can start your own taco stand with a griddle. Oh, yeah. You ever been to downtown 100%. San Jose? 100%. After 12 midnight? Oh, you're talking people with griddles, portable ones. They're making hot dogs. They're making this. They're making that. And it, it the aroma all from that griddle. Shout out to that griddle. Hell, yeah, dude. And at first, I was thinking the same as him. And I was like, damn, he didn't need another griddle. He already got three. So here we are. We brought a griddle home. And uh, I'm hoping to see something uh, come out of it soon. We'll yeah. See. Yeah, 100%. So, And it was funny, too, because we, uh, we were like, oh, we're going to piss Lauren off. We're going to see how she reacts. So we brought it in like I bought it for $700. And, uh, yeah, she was like, oh, oh well, where are you going to put it? <laughs> <laughs> and then we were just like, I don't know, we're gonna take out the stove and. Uh, I'm yeah. more surprised that she didn't have like wasn't upset initially. She was genuinely like, Oh wow, where are you gonna put it? And I because was like, we've actually we want one because we've seen we've yeah. been over there for cookouts, you know, yeah. and we see what he could do with that thing, and we're like, damn, we really want one of these things. So if it was a grill, yeah, oh 100, she'd be like, what the hell? For the, if you're wondering what we're drinking, we're drinking Four Roses bourbon. Yeah, shout out Rob. He'll want to turn me on to this. Probably the easiest sipping whiskey I've ever and it's drank. Cheap. And it's really cheap. Yeah. He said they have another bottle that's about as expensive as the Don Julio Blanco. About $50, 50 60 bucks. Yeah. Um, and he it said it's even smoother yeah. than this. So I'm going to be honest. I'm not much of a whiskey drinker. I recently, the only whiskey I started drinking was recently started drinking whiskey sours. Shout out to my friend McBride. But. You know, I feel like as we as we grow up, we start to drink differently. We start to enjoy different drinks. Right. You know, you, you when you're like your young, palate develops. First time your palate, yeah. And that's what I said. And I was yeah. like, it gets more mature. And you and you start to you start to outgrow certain drinks, you know, and you start to kinda stay true to what you know. You know what? And I'll give it to you, Josh. You are very um you sure do Drink a lot? Drink. Not drink a lot, but you sure do, like, um, test different alcohols. You are a person that is willing to try different things. And, you know, I'm 24. You know, you got 10 years on me. 
You know, and I look at it, and I have coworkers your age that tell me that they only drink what they know, because it they know how they're gonna feel when they drink it. They know that if they drink it, they're not gonna be all hungover. Like you know, they, right. they every time that they've tried to explore outside of what they know, yeah, they've been let down, and it was never good. Right. You are somebody that likes to explore and likes to taste different things. Yeah. And I'd give you that. You are real alcoholic. No, I don't oh, even yeah. call it an alcoholic. I call you a connoisseur because really it takes a lot for somebody. An alcoholic, I know alcoholics and they only drink the same thing. I mean, they'll drink, a real alcoholic's going to drink whatever gets them drunk. But somebody that actually enjoys it, that drinks liquor for the case of, they like the way it makes them feel, and they like to drink. They take care of their responsibilities, they take care of their, their job, and they just drink however much they drink. You are one of those guys that can actually go outside of their comfort zone and just be like, all right, I'll take it. You right. never turn down anything. And right. not like it's a bad thing. That's a really good thing. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll try it. <laughs> uh, try it. You know, I've had a lot I don't like. had a lot I do like. Um, so for, for me, whiskey, for example. That's why I like whiskey because I like the buzz it gives you. I like it's not compared to vodka. Okay, because when I first started drinking liquor, I drank vodka. And vodka shoots you to the moon, and then it's over for me. It, it, you, I, I, it's like a crash. He goes up, he comes down. Yeah. He goes up, then he comes back down. Whiskey's like a... And I feels, never come down. Even yeah. if I just start sipping beer afterwards or whatever, it, I never come down. I just stay right there. Right there. Yep. And, uh, and tequila is the same, same kind of thing for me. Tequila and whiskey are kind of my things. Um, the reason why I'm on this one now is because me and Rob last weekend, we played that board game that I was talking about, that zombie board game. And, uh, he brought over four roses. So I was, I was, uh, you know, we were sipping and playing that. And, uh, then after he left, we actually played video games till about two, two thirty in the morning. After that, I went to bed and, um, mind you, real men don't ever shake video games. All right. There's no age to the. There's no age to playing video games. Dude, I grew up I on video games. That, yeah. You know, and, and Josh, he grew up in an era where it was just starting. He got to see it begin, basically see it begin, and he's still seeing it progress. And by oh, the yeah. time that Josh is out of here, you know what I mean? When that day comes and he's no longer with us, he might have seen about as great as it's going to get. As far as games go, I right? Really I think mean, how much how much better can it get? We've already we're gonna got... get VR. We're then VR. Oh, yeah, right now. no, there, there, that's prettier. already happening. Yeah. So by the time that you're out of here, I promise you, in the next twenty years, we're gonna see a lot of crazy shit. Yeah. Out of fucking I went video from games. playing my first video game, Duck Hunt, Mario, <laughs> with the little, orange and then gun. there was also a golf game. Did you have the that orange might... gun? The yeah, little orange gun that yeah, you plugged yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, And they shot And then, the so what's crazy is somebody else that I didn't know, somebody else told me the regular controller, you're the duck. So it could be two players. You're like, I, I never knew that growing up. I, I just heard that. that. I just want to throw that in there. But, um, you know, I went to that, and now I'm playing on PC, and, you know, we, we've been playing the PGA game. It's so fun, dude. Yeah. Don't knock it until you try it. I'm going to force my brother this weekend. I'm going to go buy it for him because you know what i mean i suggest that he don't want to try it you know he don't well, want to try I'm it. be honest josh is the type of dude that he starts something new or he plays something or tries something for the first time and if he really likes it he's going to spend the money to get a bit the best equipment for it that's right whether he's terrible or he's great at it yep. okay yep i can tell you golf on all my golf. hands he's done it with golf yeah he's done it with and i just shooting. did it with clay shooting and fishing and he's done it with dude gaming. i have the battle well, three and uh what's the other like a spin spin caster bubble spin caster eight hey, million or some shit bowling. 
He's got into bowling. Oh yeah, no, what I would. You do? Well, so so you the you one, nice ball. I what watch. I have two balls. See, yeah, <laughs> two balls. Um, and uh, two balls, and then and also, gentlemen. I the one thing that I didn't go all out on was my shoes because I don't really make a difference. I don't do the whole slide thing. How some people he slide. He doesn't slide. You the know? back foot doesn't come in front of the front. I do kick my right leg. I do kick my right leg. But, um, yeah, no, I, I like to have my own equipment. I like to, you know, yeah, use good stuff. It's not that he just likes to have his own equipment. Even if he's terrible, he wants to buy the best of it. And I don't know if it's a, 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 a thing for his confidence, but I've seen Josh buy the it's best of the best, and it still doesn't make him any better, ladies and gentlemen. No, but it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good you in your good, heart. You feel good. Hey, in your you heart. Good. Hey, he's like that one guy in high school for people. Now, know? see, that's actually where it comes from. You <laughs> said you just, don't know where it comes from. He got it in high school. He played one sport, and he looked the best, the freshest. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Growing up, you know, you know, do you know BMX bikes? Yes, I do. Okay, so growing up. No brakes, all gas. Neighbor down the street had a Haro. Okay, I don't know if you know what a Haro is. It's no it's idea. a it's a very, very good... It's like a GT. You know what a GT is for BMX? Okay. It's the best ones. Okay? And I wanted a They're lightweight, and they got yeah. pegs, yeah. and they oh, do yeah. slips and jumps. The whole shit. Yeah. And I wanted a Haro. I wanted a Haro. Please get me a Haro. They got me a Toys R Us Mongoose. You he know did, what I mean? And I rode this. Oh, wait. You're leading no. up to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then... So then... And then, you know, I wanted Jordans when I played basketball in middle school. I wanted Jordans. And they one. got me Gary Paytons. And one. You know what I mean? No. They got me Gary Paytons. I never heard of Gary Payton in my life. Um, now, now I know who Gary Payton is. But at Don't the time, I was is, like, uh, like, I wasn't ungrateful. I wasn't like, yeah, oh, this nah, sucks. I was like, but all right, cool. But he knew cool. there was better. I, yeah. I didn't get what I wanted, yeah. but I wasn't a dick about no, it. No, exactly. Because I wanted something. Um, you know, it was just that kind of thing. So now... Why do you think I got the truck that I got? I wasn't settling for not, you know, I wanted the color. I wanted the V8. I wanted the sunroof. I wanted the 360 camera. I wanted all the stuff that I wanted on it, and I bought it. And now my my golf clubs. Dude, my golf clubs, just my irons were 1700 I got them on, on eBay for for flex. for like 1000 or something he like that. right? right now. Right? Yeah. Well, I spend, I work hard. I spend my money, and, and I like to have fun. That's what it is for me. Don't ever let anybody or social media or your friends tell you how to spend your money, all right? Because I will tell you what. Coming from what Josh... And Josh didn't have it as hard as me, I'll tell you that. Because I grew up with his younger brother, okay? And I really had it hard. And I went over to his brother's house, and they had Legos. And they had Nerf guns. Right. And they had all right. this shit. Right. And me being coming from where I came from, I couldn't even think about having any of that. Not at all. Right. You know what I mean? And... I, as much shit as I give Josh for buying all this stuff, when he finds something new that he likes and he buys the best of the best for that thing, I don't blame him because you're in a position now where it's like, look, if he doesn't do it now, when is he ever going to get the chance to do it? When is the childhood himself going to thank himself, you know, to be like, wow, you can look back and be like, you remember when, you know, I was this age and I couldn't afford this or I couldn't have this and now look it, I can have that and I want that for me and it's not a... If you're the worst player with it or the best player with it or whatever it is you buy. If you if if buying nice clothes and, and this and that and you spend your money this way and that way, as long as you're not asking to borrow money from other people and you take care of your own, hey, you spend your money how you want. Yeah. If your life is sufficient and you are you are happy with where you're at, 
nobody else can take that away from you. If you want to, you know, if you want to rent your whole life or if you want to own a house, if you want to, you know, have the Nikes or you want to have the Skechers, like whatever makes you happy, you know, you, you do that and you can rock out and you, and you can do that forever and nobody can take that away from you. So I give him shit, but I'm also like, I would do the same thing. You know, you're going to start doing something for the first time. And if you really like it and you want to get into it, fucking ball out. Yeah. Fuck it, we ball. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm all for that. So I think it's super dope. That's why today when he handed me. And hey, you liked it today, didn't you? You, you? you liked it hey, today, because, didn't you? Because you could hand me any club in golf. And I'm going to be like, ah, it's whatever. You know? Yeah. But today. The most expensive. Yeah. It's will be the same as the, yeah. as the Goodwill special. Yeah. But you handed me that shotgun today, and I felt that stock, and I felt what the difference was, and you told me, and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I want this one. Yeah. <laughs> and I told them. And I almost went out today to the store, and I almost bought that one. Just because I was like, if I'm going to do this, this is the one that I want. Or at least somewhere, something similar to this. So, yeah. Shout out to you, and shout out to you to be able, being able to, to buy what you want, how you want it, when you want and- it. And and don't get me wrong, like, though, you know, yes, I, I put myself in a position to have that, you know, freedom. Um, but I work my ass off every day, bro. I get day? up I get up early, and I go to work every day, rain or shine, yep. uh, unless it has something to do with my son. Whether I'm hungover or not, I don't care. I'm going to go to work and die at work if, if that's what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. Because that's just, that's just the way I am. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like, my, my parents, we, we were, you know, my mom and my stepdad, shout out mom and stepdad, yeah. uh, you know, they gave me, they gave me what I needed, they gave me what I needed, I never, more, I, I never went without, I never went without, and yeah, they gave us a little, a we little didn't more. look at it like it that no, at the time, but no, yes. but it was a little more. Yes, it, it, was, it more. was, it was, and, and the one time that, you know, they didn't, they, they, he went all out was for my drum set mm-hmm. back in the day. Dude, I had a fucking gnarly drum set, dude. That thing was so sick, just pearl blue. Yep. Ooh. Yep. I mean, they they really, really, yeah. And nobody you know, allowed to touch his drum set, okay? Don't, don't touch, touch my, my drum, drum set. set. Even though I know everybody did. I mean, how could you not touch a drum set? It's right there. It's amazing. It's right there. You're like, I bet I can it, rock out on this. And it's then, amazing. And you try to move your feet and your hands at the same time, and you're like, this ain't easy. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't easy to catch a rhythm. Yeah, I, I remember. I'm surprised this guy doesn't dance, to be honest. Honestly, I've never seen him dance. So, you know, to play drums, you got to have rhythm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's but that's the body. Rhythm. Yeah, Nick it's is trying to teach you how to do the Mexican hands. dancing and shit. Hands. Oh, man. Hands. Okay, that's different. You know what I mean? The Mexican dancing, dancing Mexican hard dances, as shit. But a two-step ain't hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you get a good two-step down, and I'm surprised that I've never seen this guy full-on break out and dance. Because he can play the drums. You know what I mean? I've heard him rock out on the drums, and he's all I've right. Been, I've been known to he's cut a little good. rug in my day. You know what I mean? He can, he can cut them up. <laughs> yeah, he can cut them up. Um, so yeah, man, I see stuff like that, you know, you get, you get a drum set and I know if you could, you would have one right now. I still do. It's just not up because I already got busted. Thanks to Matt Tyson. I got busted playing it. Cause when I, when I had it up, I, I, I would come home right after work, dude. I would be here at 345, 350 and I would play for 20 minutes and come in. Nobody was home. Well, Matt came over on Martin Luther King Jr. Day when everybody had it off and wanted to play at 11 a.m. 
And he wouldn't shut up. So finally, I was like, whatever, dude, we'll go play. And we go play. And I'm telling you, within 10 minutes, bro, security's knocking on my door. Hey, you guys got to stop. We stop. We come in. 10 minutes later, they got a full, actual, legit yeah. note on my door. Yeah, it's going down. Hey, you can't. We got down. noise complaint, blah, blah, blah. So you live in an apartment. You don't live in a house. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, the only thing that I haven't gone, like, crazy on is dirt biking. Because... That 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 that's a lot of money. I almost pulled the trigger on it this past uh, winter. Brand new dirt bike for 10, 10 grand. But I didn't. I was like, ah man, I can't make that financial move right now. It gets expensive. He spends it all on rent, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, it's, <laughs> it is expensive. It's crazy. Yeah. And the, so that leads me to my next thing: is how am I gonna be with my son? Am I gonna buy him the best stuff? Am I gonna buy him? The Gary Paytons, or am oh, I going to buy him oh, the Jordans? that's a great topic. I know. This is a great topic. Look, me, you know, 24 years young, okay? And I'm not thinking about kids. I'm thinking 29, 30. Honestly, I'm thinking about it until I'm in a position where I'm like, hey, I'm with the woman that I want to be with, and I'm ready financially, and I feel like we're both just in the right space to do it, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm 24, and, I, and I'm doing great for myself right now, but I know I can do better before I even think about bringing a kid. Because I know right now... You know how nice it is to be able to eat out every single day. You know, if I want to eat healthy, if I want to eat trashy, trash, I can go to work. I don't have to. And I'm a cook. Mind you, I'm a cook. I cook. You know, I've cooked here before. I've cooked. I've cooked a lot. I do a lot yeah. of cooking. Yeah, I, you I, get I down. Make, I make, I make, you get down. I love it. Right. I still would rather eat out because with a guy like me, especially as of late, the last three months, you know, I work a lot, six days a week. You know, today I took a day off for you. And to do this, and it was a great time. Glad time well spent. Really, time well spent because oh, yeah. it was money. Oh yeah. Hey, time is money, and it Woo. was time well spent. Yeah. But you got the bruise to this. prove it. Yeah. But the thing is, no kid, just me and my girlfriend. We can eat out all the time, and we can we can do the finest dining. Oh yeah. You know, we just went to fondue on a Monday. Fondue, hundred and sixty after taxes. I mean, after tip, like. $200 check for just me and her. So I've never even been I there. can eat. I can eat like that. We can do it all the time, really. And and, and we're in a position, I'm in a position to, to do that and to live like that and also still take care of my my means, which is bills and, and my future, savings for that. All that gets put away and I still got all this money to do that. But that's because I don't have no responsibilities outside of my rent and my bills, really, and, 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 and food, feeding myself. You bring a kid into this world... That all changes. And I've always thought about bringing a, a kid, and when that time comes for me, what it would be like. And I always thought, like, damn, my upbringing, it wasn't tough, but it was. You know what I mean? My grandma raised me, me and my older sister, and we grew up low income, but, like, grandma always taught me right from wrong, and she, we had enough. Enough was enough. If clothes, a roof over our head. She gave food. you what you needed, not what you and wanted. And I didn't always like what grandma cooked. Grandma had... High cholesterol and a lot of stuff, so she couldn't make a lot of flavorful food. She wasn't right. like your your everyday like abuelita or like your yeah, like yeah. you yeah, like yeah, your yeah, yeah. you know Mexican grandma where she's like everything's hella salty. Mexican food is super salty. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, you eat Mexican food all the time, you're gonna get fat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and my grandma was like that, so a lot of stuff was under season, but that's fine because I look bad. And at the moment, I'm like, grandma, I don't want to eat this. She's like, okay, well you can you can fall asleep at the table until you eat it. Dinner time came. If I didn't eat the food, you're gonna either finish oh, yeah, it oh, or you're she... gonna or you're gonna go to your room. So okay. I, I was like, is she one of those you can't get up until yeah. you eat it? Yeah. Oh. It'd be vegetables. That's why I'd eat everything else but the vegetables. Mm. She'd be like, you're going to eat it. And at the time, and I look back, I'm like, dang, that's tough. Am I going to do that to my kids? 
And I'm like, I might do it a couple times. Because I'm going to be honest. It teaches something to these children. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't let your kid walk all over you. And who am I to talk? I don't have kids yet. But I look back at how my grandma did it, and there was a lot. Grandma was tough. You know what I mean? But grandma wasn't tough. Like, she never put her hands on us. She never abused us. She was just tough in the sense of, like, she wanted to teach us right from wrong. Yeah. And whether making your kids eat vegetables or not is right or wrong, I have a 37-year-old coworker who has three kids. Oldest is 15. This guy doesn't eat vegetables. He just started working with me. I've talked to him. How do you he, not eat vegetables? I like to eat lunch every day at work. If we don't eat I mean, you can site, make them taste good. If we don't eat on site, we go out to eat. And I'm like, what do you like to eat? And yeah, because you got that good good there. Yeah, but still, we don't always want to eat on site because right. I want to go eat somewhere else. Right. And I'm like, what do you like? And I like to explore, man. I'm about everything. I'll eat Afghani food, Indian food. Yeah. Any food you put in front of me, shit, I'll give it a try. And yep. if I like it, I'll eat it again. This guy, he's like, no, I don't eat vegetables. Mind you, it's my second week with him. I'm like, what do you mean? I was like, don't you got kids? He's like, yeah. And I was like, do you make your kids eat vegetables? He's like, well, no, because I don't really make, I don't believe in making them eat what they don't want to. Mind you, this guy eats like a fucking three-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen this guy. He's got the palate of a six-year-old. This guy doesn't eat vegetables. We went <laughs> He's out a to, we went to cut in and out Yes, we went to In-N-Out. <laughs> we went to Philly Cheese Steaks. All the good places I can think of. He doesn't eat soup. He doesn't eat pasta. How? He doesn't like pasta. What? So he doesn't like ramen. He doesn't like pho. He doesn't like pozole. He doesn't like oh. He doesn't like pasta because he doesn't like the way the texture is. I already so. don't like this guy. So, no, I'm kidding. So this is a grown-ass man. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. guy is 10, years, 10, 12 years older than me. Yeah. Right, 36. And I look at him. I'm like, you guys. I'm like, okay, it's whatever. It's one thing you don't do it. Cool. If you don't make your, your kids eat it, he says his kids eat. But also, so, for, so real quick, he's not from around here. Mm. I thought you no, said he, he lived out of state. No, I have multiple coworkers. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, okay, he's been okay. here for a while. Okay, okay. He's been okay. Here for a Never while. Never mind. Scratch but he that. said that when he grew we'll up. We'll delete that. When he grew up, that his mom and dad made him eat, tried to make him eat his vegetables, and he never did. So he was like, his thinking was like, for me, when I was younger, that was like, he made it sound like it was detrimental to the to the person that he became. Like, it, it was, it, it really shifted the way he was as a kid. Like, he couldn't be a kid or be himself because his parents said, no, you're going to eat your vegetables or you're going to stay at the table. Until you eat them. And if you want to fall asleep at the table, because usually it's dinner time. Right. You can go to the room. And he said that. He's never going to push down to his kid, which I'm all for cool. But my my next thing is too, like, dude, you're 36. I see this guy eat red licorice, chase it with Aunt Annie's little cream cookies. So he'll, this guy eats like a toddler. For his <laughs> snack, he eats licorice. A little cookie. Licorice back to back, like this, back to back, right there at his oh, desk. Oh, like same still same, chewing? Same, like yep, chewing, same chew, chewing yep. <laughs> because he likes that. He likes sugar. He likes, mind you, this guy's huge, 6'6". Six, yeah. six. And yeah. Maurice, if you're listening to this, if you ever find this clip, you know, you're my boy. But I think you eat childish. Yeah. You know, you were 36. And at this point, it's probably not changing. It's never going to change. It took me until I was 25 year old. 25 years old to eat a fucking tomato. This guy is 36, three kids, teenagers at that. Most of them are teenagers. Two of them are, one of them's about to be. Yeah. Right? And this guy still eats like a child. No veggies. He only eats protein. He doesn't eat noodles. He doesn't. There's so many things he won't eat. Yeah. Because why am I going to eat it if I don't like it? I'm like, man. But you got to know. Dude, he's but six, that's five. just it. There's, way you could, there's ways to make. I went no, over he don't it. like it. I went over to Matt's house, right? And and he was cooking salad. He was cooking. He was like, just come over, bring some beer or whatever. I was like, all right. I go over to his house, and, dude, he made a salad, and he chopped up some, like, I don't know, what was it, zucchini or something? Yeah. Bro, this dude Amazing. just sprinkled some Saute garlic. It, put no, some dude, seasoning on he, it. Dude, raw. Just sprinkled some garlic salt on it. 
Bro, I could have ate just that. That shit was so good. I'm gonna be honest. So healthy. There's a lot of time. I don't eat. I don't eat nothing raw for the most part. I eat tomatoes, lettuce, obviously, but. I don't eat raw onions. I don't eat bell peppers, but I love bell peppers. Sautéed. Sautéed. Yeah, bell onions. peppers is different, but sauteed. zucchini and stuff? Come zucchini. on. Zucchini. No, I won't eat a raw zucchini, but hey, oh, bake Oh, come them. on, man. Bake, bake me those zucchinis, baby. No, them. no, 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 no. So I want to a little garlic salt on there. I, I love squash, but squash has to be soft. And if you eat squash raw or not soft enough, it gets like a, a rubbery texture. You bite into it, and it squeaks against your tooth. No, he outer... sliced it real thin. No, I know what you're talking about. I'm just saying. Okay, okay. I don't like it. But like I said, when I think about kids, I think about, am I going to send my kid to, if say saying I have the means, which I believe I will, will I send my kids to a private high school or a public high school? And there's different, and I, I get it, you can have your views on either one. I went to all public, and I know that, you know, private is, people like to say, well, they're getting the same education that they're going to get at public school. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not. No, they're not. They're um, not. I'm so sorry to say I actually, not. I, I went to private school from fourth to eighth grade. I didn't know that. And like yeah. charter school? No. Private. Christian private school. Okay, here we go. It was at, um, you remember where Hardin was? Yes. Hardin Middle yeah, School. Yeah, yeah. Remember the, on Alvin, there's those four churches like in a row? Yes. I used to go to one of them. Yeah. The private school the was back. the one closest to Main church? Street. That's church that I went to with Nick and your mom? Probably. The same church, right? Probably. They had a school in the back. Oh, no. Well, so, we should okay, go on Wednesday. Okay. No, 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 no. So, that one was the church we went to after all that. Okay. That was when I was in high school. But before, we were the one closest to Main Street. That's okay. the one farthest from Main Street. Okay. Got but, it. Um, so, I went and I was, you know, I got, in science and history, I got C's. Everything else was A's and B's. When I went to, so I sent them my transcript when I went to North High. They put me in college prep classes. I mean, they put me in all kinds of stuff. Bro, I didn't learn anything new. I knew everything. Except for science and history. I suck in science and history. Every Math, I knew everything. I knew absolutely everything. Um, and, then, uh, and then when I dropped out due to other circumstances, we won't get into right now. When I dropped out and I went to the continuation school or whatever for, it's called Central Coast. It's you the, saw the different world. No, dude, I did not. I knew everything. I, and, no, and like, but how? Remind, how? Uh, like, hold on. I'm, this is going to come full circle. Remind you, I stopped at eighth grade in the private school. Didn't learn anything new. In, in the high in, at North High for my freshman sophomore year and junior high junior year I I dropped out and then I went over there, I knew everything. I knew everything they were throwing at. Me. They would literally just give me the because they always gave us sheets and everybody would have to look up do the you, answers. I would literally just fill it out and turn it do in. Do you think teachers are more attentive at your private school? Like I know. No, because I had a couple. I had a couple really good because I I was in college prep classes in in high school. So I actually had a couple pretty good teachers that were attentive and were engaging and were So what so you what know, do you take But away hold on, from hold on, let me let me finish real quick. So after I dropped it cuz dude that school was a mess. That was dude there's people doing crystal meth in class off the table. Mm-hmm. I didn't even so know what it was. School, got it. Right. Um so I dropped out of that and I just took my GED. Bro, I did not study for my GED and I passed it with fine colors. And like I said, remind you, I didn't learn anything new after eighth grade. And that was all Christian private school. Mm-hmm. Now it might be different. I don't know how it is now. But that to answer your it question, that's how it is. Okay? 
It might be better. It might. No, and I don't might. think it's might. I think it is. So my biggest thing is, look, you learn a lot being in, in, in a normal in a normal private or a normal public school setting. You know, I was fortunate enough to go to Oak Grove, South San Jose. Shout out to the South Side. Yeah. Um, I grew up here. It's one of if we're if we're talking schools in terms of like balance and and, and like athletes and just a school that and if you're in the Bay Area and you went to high school here. You know about it's this school. There's a lot of high schools all over the Bay Area. Oak Grove is a school that has a good name, and, and it's it, it, most of it has to do with sports. But there's a lot of academic that came out of it because it was borderline. The school was right in the middle of borderline lower income, and your middle class, upper class people, right? And down yeah. the street we had a school, another public school, and it was mostly upper middle class people, and that school was that there wasn't a lot going on there. But at Oak Grove, you got fights. You know what I mean? You got it all. You got a mix. You got gang banging. Yeah. You got sports, but you also had really smart people. You got a lot. It was a good balance that came out of that school, and right. it's because of where it was at. Right. But my biggest thing with private school was like, they. I do. I. You know what? And I, I can't really even speak. Maybe I need to look into more of it. And why? Why do people pay? for No, private this is school? just your opinion. Go ahead. Speak. I want. I want to. I want to see. And when I'm older, I would love. I would have loved to. I say I would have loved to went to a private school. You learn a lot in public school. Especially if you're at the right public school where it's in like a... I would say socially, you learn yes, more. You socially learn real way life skills. More. Yeah. Way more. You might get bullied. Right. You, <laughs> might, you might have to put up them dukes. You might have you know to put up I mean? the dukes. But yeah. those are life lessons and I want my kid to know that. But I also know... That I found out real quick existed because I got into a couple little scruffles yeah. in, in, in elementary yeah. and stuff. But yeah, nothing major. Yeah, me either. And then I went to the private school and I think the whole time I was there we had two fights. <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, we had fights like we had every a day. lot of uh, shit talking. Yeah. But but it wasn't nothing major. Yeah. Um, and then I went to North High and oh, it was going down. Oh my God! Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. It was yes. a jungle. Straight up. It was a jungle. straight up, dude. There and, was fights every day. There was even one whole hall that you couldn't use the restroom. Oh, you knew what that time was it the was. South Side. <laughs> yep. You the knew what seven, time it was. The seven hundred yeah. hall was all South uh, yeah. Blue Siders. Yeah. And then the six hundred hall. Was all red ciders, yeah. and then and then uh, the the they crips, had hallways. Wait, the, they had hallways. There wasn't any bloods that I know of, but they they had a couple uh, crips and stuff. But yeah, on that seven hundred hall, you couldn't even use the restrooms yeah. there during break and inner yeah. you know inner class because there was people standing yeah. by the door and shit was going down in there. Yeah. And, um, and, 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 and I was scared to death to use the restroom because I'm this yeah. little public school boy yeah. or private school boy yeah. coming to North High. Didn't I knew two people going yeah. two. And the first day I show up, his name's Adolfo, dude. He he went to my private school. He was going to North High, and we knew that going in. And I saw him, bro. This look, dude, looked like a gangster when he showed. Yeah. Up. I was like, damn, like, what's up, bro? What the hell's going on? You know? Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then for me, it's like I, I know it's good. You learn a lot of good knowledge on just being growing up like that, and it and it it, it teaches. Uh, it teaches you what real life is like when you go to a place, you know, right. you go to a public school. But I also feel like if I had the option to, and think about it, the best sports teams, I want my kid to do sports, whether it's a woman or female or male, kid, you know, boy or girl. Yeah. I want my kids to do sports. And you think about the best teams for the most part. And Oak Grove was a good example of one school that was public that had really good sports. players. Yeah. You know, they had really good sports. I've heard that name a bunch teams, of times. Yeah, a lot of the best High schools were private schools, you know what I mean? And there's a good reason. You know, the coaches, they're different. The coaches right. get paid different. And, right. if, and if sports is any, any gives me any idea of what it's like to go to private school, it all it tells me 
is that the coaches are more willing. And, and the players, you like, I'm going to be honest, the demographic, we think of the demographic, it's mostly black people and white people on the offensive line, right? And, and it, like, the demographic for football is very, at Oak Grove, a lot of minority, very few white kids. You go to another school, private schools, right? And, and let's be, in San Jose, most of the private schools are full of white kids. I went to these games. I seen them with my own eyes. Yeah. A bunch of white kids. And these white kids were outperforming everybody else. And they got movies joking. They got white man can't jump. They got these things that, that would ultimately put the white man that can't. And let's be real. And even in, in real sports, like it's really never really like the white person that's playing. We get all these minorities playing. Set baseball. We, got we still got baseball. Baseball. <laughs> and the white, <laughs> the white people got baseball. But hey, there's, the a lot of Dominicans, though, there's a lot of Dominicans. There's a lot of Hispanics. They go crazy. They're like, this guy's from uh, Shout out to my, the, the, uh, Puerto, the Rico, DR, Puerto Rico. Coming up throwing 103 miles got, an hour. We got like, Mexicans. Damn. We got the Latin the Latin spirit. We can't Latin compete name. with that. The Latin name is in baseball. And shout out to that. It's infiltrated. Oh, yeah. But shout out to us. And, and, and shout out to those coaches at these private schools. Because they put more time and effort. And a lot of these kids never go D1. Our, our best athlete at least the time that i was there was chadobi awuzier he ended up going to he ended up getting drafted to the dallas cowboys right he was nigerian you remember who i couldn't tell you probably okay. like second round i want to say okay he was a high okay. draft pick. okay yeah he was a high draft pick he ended up going to the dallas cowboys didn't work out went to cincinnati he'd been, he, last year he did the thing he did his thing did really his thing it's a good corner Okay. Yeah, number twenty-two. Shout out to him, Southside. Hell yeah. He he he's from here. I grew up with him, and he did that. But I can't tell you of many. You, you know, we got a lot. You got James. You get James Jones, who came from a public school. You had um, the the dude from Green Bay, who was. Um, uh, uh, there's a couple. There's a couple players from out here, public school. And there's a couple fighters. MMA fighters that are repping San Jose too. Out the Bay Area, but also all minorities. So, <laughs> they're so, all minorities. So, so speaking of that, actually, um, a girl I went to high school with. I'm forgetting her name right now, um, but she actually represented Team USA this past year in softball. She's a pitcher. I forgot what her name was. Um, man, I'm forgetting it. But yeah, I went to high school with her. I and she, she's on the Olympic team. I said that to say there was two of them, but that her I know the most because I've seen her. I'm, I'm, her name's escaping me right now. I apologize. My thing is, I've seen these public schools that you wouldn't think. You look at the team and you're like, you know, in our day and age, they'd be like, well, look at all those guys. They're not going to make it to a. They're not going to make it. They're not going to be the best team, and they end up being the best team. It's because I feel like in private school, these coaches, they get paid a little better. They get treated a little better. You know, and, and so they do their job a little better. You know, you have the real gritty coaches like that that take a school up and, and they Monica Abbott. Up. Shout out Monica Abbott. And you you get that, but private schools have always been the top names. When I was in high school, they were always Palma. in the playoffs. Palma. Palma. Yeah, Palma was one. They That's have, a private school. They have athletes. Bellarmine out here. They have Mitty out here. Those are what all is it? private Monta schools. Vista or something. They all these private schools were always in the playoffs. Right. Why? Not because their players were better. They might have had a they probably just had a better coaching scheme. Maybe. Hey. Let's be real. Let's be real. Coaching scheme I don't can know. win you games. I don't know. You don't need the best team if you have I mean, no, you need some decent players, but, but if you have a good coach. But no, you're you're right. Money money talks. Money, you money know, talks. if you want the best coach, hey, you're the best yeah. best O line coach around here. 
Somebody offers you twelve grand for three months, or they offer you fifty grand for hey, three months. Which one are you gonna yeah, take? I don't know how. The, We're gonna chase the money. Yeah. And and there's no fault in that. And in my in in public there's no school, fault in at least in my school, my history teacher was our football coach. I don't know how it works in private school. And there's obviously an offensive lineman coach, and he might have came from Pop Warner side, so he came in. But our head coach was our history teacher. He was a history teacher at the school. Now I don't know how it works in private school. I don't know if because they have a little more. They See, can so go I, up. Yeah, I can't help you on yeah, that. Yeah, and I we, wish I did. We but played I, sports. We played sports. Yeah. I was, but I was, you were young. You weren't like was, high school level. Uh, yeah, going to college. I, it was junior high. Yeah, I was junior high. I was the point guard. Yeah. Our team was trash. Yeah. And it's so funny because I got in an argument with my coach. And, you know, shout out Joel. I, I, I don't even know you anymore. But it was this kid named Joel. And he was about a foot shorter than me. And he was the bat, He was the bench point guard, you know. And uh, I did something the coach didn't like. We started arguing. And I shit you, not, bro. I don't know what came over. But I was like, all right, you want Joel to go in? And he was like, no. Uh, so you, uh, our team was – was we were always outmatched and the teams were always of color. We we weren't. Yeah. We, we we had it's always white. Is we it had, not always white? Yes. We we were <laughs> all white team here, besides maybe white. two or three yeah. people. A couple minorities. Um, and every time we'd go play at Alisal, yeah. I remember the first possession yeah. I'm taking the ball up. I get past midcourt. I'm getting ready to do my thing and the kid the kid guarding me he's a, a Latino guy, yeah. right? Stomps at me. Right? And I just I stand up, you know, because I was down and like yeah. getting ready to do something. And he stomps at me, and I just stand up and I laugh, and then I just put a little move on. But it, it, they're trying to intimidate us. Why? Why do you think that is? Because we're white. Because you're white. Because we're white. Those damn white. People. And that's fine. That's fine. But I ain't scared. What yeah. are you gonna do? Freaking. Yeah. We're it's gonna just, get in a fight. It's here? not even. It's it's just you know. It's this. It's this thing that's been put over time that like that this white people can't jump. White man can't jump. You know, and that just goes to all sports, anything, right? Like most things, it's just it's just like that, and 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 that's fine, you know. But the reason why these private schools, and this is all covered around private school, because I'm I started with where are we gonna send our kids? I want my kid to be the best athlete he can be. The so best if athlete. He, the best athlete. <laughs> the best he can athlete be. he can. The best athlete he can be. Yeah. And if if I think that this private school has the coaches to make him that, then I'll send him there. If I feel like this public school has the best coach, then I'll send him there. Yeah. Right? But I'm stuck borderline like, do I want my kid to do the public school thing or do I want him to do private? If I if I have the means, why not? Yeah. And that's that's a whole thing, but so so my thing, I totally get that. But my question was, what am I gonna do with my kid? Am I gonna buy him the Gary Paytons or am I gonna buy him the Eric Jordans? Am I going to buy him the Haro or am I going to buy him the Mongoose? And I'm struggling with that. So one thing I don't do um, that I see a lot of people do, and I am not hating. You do what you want. Just like you said, you earn the money, you spend it how you want. Mm -hmm. I see people buying their, you know, three-year-old, five-year-old Jordans. And, That's irresponsible. You know, and they're just totally cut up. Hey, but gets he doesn't him, have gets a... him a crazy old haircut with the. Hey, wait, you know... wait, 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 wait. There's a difference. That's different. That's just irresponsible. Okay, but I'm talking about when your kid is actually susceptible to to judgment. At three, your kid doesn't know better. So if you no, want to no, do that, that's, that's just you being irresponsible. That, but you're not doing it for your kid at that point. You're doing it for yourself. Right. But no, so that doesn't count. Let's bring it up in age. Let's no, bring no, it from no. 10. I, let me finish my point there. Let me finish my point there. Because now you're so I don't. About... I don't do that. My kid looks fine. He yeah. looks great. Well, he's a child. Right. He doesn't and, know and, nothing. But right I'm now. not gonna. I'm not gonna do that whole thing because he's gonna do, get his spaghetti okay. on it. No, I'm gonna let's buy him. Let's do a, 10, 13. 
where your kid is yeah. starting to get judged for right. what he's wearing. Think about when you were 10 to 13. Yeah. You're susceptible. You're young. You're growing. You don't right. know I made what work. you want to do. I made that shit work, okay. son. So how do you <laughs> want your kid to be represented, right? Because now your kid is going to be going to school. He's not going to have holes in his stuff. When I had the Skechers, and there was kids that had more, and I had all that. I got And bullied, Skechers wasn't a good a... brand back then. Skechers is actually a good brand now. I was talking to my coworker about this. I cannot get myself to wear Skechers because back in my day, Skechers. Skechers were terrible. So, terrible. So, like I said, so take it back. Actually, let's bring him 10 to 15, the best ages. He's a preteen and a teenager. Right. What are you doing for him? What are you buying him? Because when I was in high school, we every Christmas, kids would come back from Christmas break. They'd have Jordans. Oh, yeah. They'd have their moms. Maybe they got some true religions. They, at the time, that was popular. Or they have the new I'm iPhone. Not buying that shit. New iPhone. The new, I'm gonna buy them the new iPod. Phone. The new um, whatever. They came fresh to death. I came to school. I had the same shit that I left winter break. In, right. Right? I didn't have nothing new. No shoes. Because yeah. that was too much. I had nothing. Yeah, right? see, but I didn't even have that me, either. And I'm going to be honest. I was very insecure in high school. I was very insecure because like I made what I had work. And I borrowed a lot of clothes from friends that didn't go to my school to try to make it work. Because at that age, you were very susceptible. You were very... To criticism. Criticism. Yeah. And it weighs a lot into you. I went home just thinking about what I was going to wear the next day. Or went home thinking about what the people the next day... People had iPhones. I had Metro. Right. Everybody had Galaxies and, and iPhones. I had Metro. I didn't get my first Galaxy and iPhone. First Galaxy, like, until I was 18. Until I had my first paycheck and I bought it myself. Right. Right, I didn't have that growing up, but do you know how much of a dent or how much of a damper it put on me in high school? At Your least at that time, how I felt. I'm gonna see what my son wants. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna Your judge kid's gonna it want from it there. All. I'm I'm gonna see. Your kid's gonna want it hey, all. Hey, and you know what? He's, I'll let him have. So what I think I'm gonna do, and I can say this now. Let's see what the, yeah, when the time comes. Of course. But what I think I'm gonna do is all right. You want a sixty dollar pair of jeans? Well, looks like you're doing dishes every night. Looks like you're taking out the garbage. You know, you're, you're going to... I will give him a decent allowance as long as he pulls his weight. He could work for it. I work for everything yeah, I got. If he works right. for everything he got, right. he could ha he could buy it. He could Wait, waste did it. Did you get an allowance? Whatever. Did you get no. an allowance? Me neither. No. <laughs> I just had to do them because these are your normal duties. You ain't going to get an allowance for something you should be doing. That's basically what I was told. It, well, he's going to be doing extra stuff. Okay? Because right now, me and his mom are fitting the whole bill. Yeah. Okay, now he's gonna have certain probably my chores, <laughs> but um, cause I, I know I'm gonna be getting tired here. I work construction. I've been working construction for 15 years. When I get home, I'm I'm tired, dude. Um, but uh, you know we'll see we'll see how it goes with him. But if he wants to, you know, do extra stuff, wash yeah, the car, like save me money by yeah. washing the cars. You know, save me and his mom. Maybe hey. me and his mom can watch hey. sit down can and watch the you? thing, and maybe he washes the dishes or something. I, wanna, I don't know. I want to give but you. I, I feel. I feel like I would make him work for it. I feel is like, what I'm saying. I feel like we here. So growing up, kids were in the street all the time. I was growing up in an era where phones were just becoming popular. Smartphones were becoming popular, and we went from an age where kids were playing outside all the time to where you don't see them anymore. These apartments right, right here that you live in, back in my day, <laughs> you know when they I was were young, ghetto, yeah. jumping. No, not ghetto. They were jumping. There were so many kids in the area. Oh, really? Nobody had fold phones. The news outlets were only on TV. So there's not no Twitter. There's no Facebook. There's yeah. no nothing. Yeah. So any information that our parents would have got would have got to them only through the news they watched that night. And if right. it wasn't covered, it wasn't saw, it was out of sight, out of mind. Right. Which allowed parents to let their kids like me 
and you out more often. We could run through the neighborhood. Me and your little, me and your brother yeah. used to run through the neighborhood. We used to go to the mall, even though we weren't supposed to. Went to the mall, went back, went here, went there. But your mom gave us the freedom to leave the front door right. and be out of sight yeah. because she knew ah they're gonna be all right. Yeah. Because the only trouble she same, saw. Same with me. Okay, but you have more news. Yeah, part. but you have more news outlets right now. You gonna let your kid do that same thing right now? Granted, say this gate isn't here no more, and you're in the neighborhood. Like in so where you where you're from, you're gonna let you're gonna I let feel, baby. I feel like you have Run. to. You feel I like I feel it. like you have but to. It's more like because some of my best memories of growing up was out there with Emily and Marta Maria. Shout out. Yeah. You know, playing and yeah. doing our thing, and yeah. Brittany. Shout out, Brittany and Leslie. Like you know that, what I'm though. saying? But do you like, think he's gonna grow up like that? Look at all this, like all this. Technology. He's gonna and have friends, and you know, maybe, hopefully, by then I'm in a house, and maybe we can go over to so and so's house, or we can go to so and so's house, or or whatever, or they can come over to my house, and they can play here, and they could do that, and I'm gonna, you know, me, I'm a fun guy, so I'm gonna have shit for them to do. They're gonna want to. I'm gonna be the cool dad. They're gonna want to come ride dirt bikes mm. and shit with me. You know what I mean? They might not want to play golf with yeah. me, but well, so the, they'll definitely so want to crash I, a dirt I, bike. I started that to say, like, look, kids were more free back then in the city. Yeah. Now, now we're thinking. Think outside the city. Think bigger than the city. Think the United States. Don't just think where we grew up in towns and cities. There's a lot of people. You take it outside of that. You take it to different states. You take it to my coworkers that I work with. And they got kids that are 10, 12. You know, and his kids. My A good coworker of mine, shout out Jeffrey. He's from Arkansas. He's out here for a bit in, in, in the city. Helping us get his, getting our, our, our company up and running where we're at. But he's from the south. And and out there, the kids, they do the technology, but they also do the normal country shit. Right. And I and and and, and, and he's I I didn't know. I thought the South was only full of white people. It turns out there's a lot of black people. No. Too. And tough. and there's a lot and they haven't you ever watched first forty eight? And they do <laughs> What I always thought, being from the city, I've never been anywhere else in the United States. Right. Being in the city, I think that's white shit. I'm like, that's what white people do. They go mud riding. They 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 raise farms. And in my in my culture, we we have farms and stuff too. But like, they shoot guns and they're all about their laws. That's right. what I thought. That's right. what I thought white right. America was. But I come to find out, no, that's just the South. In the South, because they have freedom. Right. We live in right. California, and there's a lot of things we can't have. Oh yeah. And I've been here my whole life. Yeah. But I get a view from it from my coworker. You know what I mean? Six four, two forty. Dude could have been in the NFL. Like, right. dude is like he's he's told me he was athletic growing up. He's been in Arkansas his whole life. His kids, when they got to age and they wanted money and they wanted to do things for themselves or they wanted things, his son comes home, and he goes, "Dad, John Lee has some goats for sale," and he goes. My coworker tells his son, his ten-year-old son, "Boy, what do you want with some goats?" And he goes, "Well, you know, I was I was looking on it, and this is where technology comes in." He's like, "I was on YouTube, and if we get some goats, you know, what I mean, we can use their milk, and and, and we can raise them, and then eventually we could even like, you know what I mean, like, use them as some meat, eat them." Yeah, and, and my coworker, well, Jeffrey goes, "You got all that, you know all that." He said, "Yeah," and John Lee got the goats for sale. He told me, and he and, and they're trying to sell some. I want to pick them up. He's all, well, how are you going to pay for the goats? And he goes, well, I've been saving up all the money that you've been giving me for chores. And he was like, when I get the goats, I can sell the milk to the local people. And da, da, da. Like, can we get some goats? 
And Michael and Jeffrey goes. At that okay. point, you have to do sold it. Your son, yeah. your son, yeah, yeah, yeah. your son. I would be sold. Your ten-year-old son. The fact that he thought that through that much. Your ten-year-old son came up to you with a little, hey, a this business, is my plan. a business so proposition. Boom. So boom, this is like, yeah. we'll say this is about three, four years ago, because Jeffrey's son is fourteen now, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. Now, they have twelve goats, right? And all that Jeffrey told his son when they first got that goats was like, okay, I just want you to know that. Those friends ain't those goats ain't your friends. If, if we need you know anything, God to forbid, slaughter them. Yeah, they gotta go. Yeah. And this son was like, okay. And so they went in that weekend. Oh, he asked him. He was like, how you gonna how you gonna house them? Where are you gonna put them? Mind you, Jeffrey lives on ten acres. He goes, well, Dad, I looked at the local su- surplus store and they got like you know fence and wire on sale right now. So he brought a whole job to his dad. Say, hey, John Lee has goats, right? Yeah. And this is how I'm gonna house them. This is how I'm going to buy them. This and this is what them. I'm going to do. Yeah, this is how I'm going to feed them. Yeah. And so, boom. Then about a m- couple months later, son comes back to Jeffrey. Still 10 years old. Because, Dad, John Lee has some chickens for sale. And then Jeffrey goes, now how the hell are you going to do that? And you know, in the South, they're very straightforward. It comes off as rude, but that's right. how they talk. Right. Right? So he talks to his son how he talks to me. Right. Right? And he's like, now how the hell are you going to pay for those? He goes, well, if I get the chickens... You know, I saved some money from the goats and the stuff. If I get the chickens, so the goats went well. Yeah, the goats went well. Yeah, and he they built the pen because he has a little four. He's got his son has his own little four wheeler, so he yeah, packed yeah, up yeah, his yeah, four wheeler, yeah, yeah. drove around. He's a ranch. Put it on down. He goes, if I get the chickens, I just need one hen, and I need so many chickens. They right? yeah. get them. You know, they get them pregnant. Boom! I'll sell the eggs to the local market. That's what he did. Now they got a chicken pen. Now this is recent. Straight up chicken. I just met him. Straight chicken coop. He said there's like 50 of them in there. Damn. Right? And his son just sells all that to the local markets. And that's how he makes his little money. Yeah. And so that's his kid raising the, being raised down there. And you think about that. And I look at, so that's his kid. Now his kid's only like 13, something like that. Still young. A lot younger than, he's really young. And I think about kids that are 13 around here. These kids are stuck on their iPad. They don't go outside. Nah. They don't. They don't. They don't want to get scraped. This little boy is shooting guns because out there, they can shoot guns. Oh, they yeah. can have all the ten guns acres. They want. You can do whatever you want. They can do whatever the hell. They, they might want. not even hear the gunshots. Jeffrey gets a call when I'm with him three weeks ago from his son, and his son is ecstatic. He calls. It's from Uncle Terry. Let me tell you, I don't know much about Uncle Terry, but Uncle Terry is your typical Southern uncle. All right. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's Jeffrey's. It's Jeffrey's uncle. It, it's his son's great uncle. Second uncle, whatever you want to call it. His son calls him, Dad, Dad, I got one. I got one at 220 yards. And he goes, a buck? you got what? So he goes, you got what? And he goes, I got one. I got one. And he's like, a buck. I got him at 220 yards with Uncle Terry. And then Jeffrey goes, put Uncle Terry on the phone. So he puts it on speaker and I'm right there next to him. And Uncle well, Terry goes, man. And, you know, with the southern accent yeah, on his thigh, yeah, he goes, yeah. man. You know, he, he got him. He got him 220 yards. So, like, he got him. He, and then it's like, Jeffrey's like, okay, put it, put his son back. His son, I forgot his son's name. I fucking, I don't know how I forgot his name, but his son gets back on the phone. He's so happy. Yeah. He's like, Uncle Terry right now about to go get the truck, and he's going to come pick it up. You know what I mean? We're going to yeah. come bring it. Yeah. I got him. Fuck yeah. And his son is shooting guns at 13 years Killing old. Bucks. Killing I've bucks. I've never killed a buck. This kid is fearless. They, they skin him. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. They do yeah, everything. They, they eat them. They do whatever. However they yeah. do with the buck is what they do with the buck. Yeah. But this kid is fearless. Yeah. No, that's and, great, And, and we dude. think about city I saw, kids. I saw this one video, think right? Think about city kids. They're, they're, they're soft. Right. No, 100%. Um, they're thinking about how to hustle, street hustle. 
country country folk are, are figuring out how to survive. Yep. Um, I saw this video and the dad's sitting there with his son and they're in a blind, and his son they, the 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 buck comes up. It's in view, and dude, I if I see this video again, I'll send it to you. The the, the his son is sitting there shaking and he can't stop because of the adrenaline because he's about to shoot at his first buck. I mean, literally, Lonzo, this guy, this kid is, yeah. like, nothing's wrong. He's perfectly normal. Yeah. But he's so, yeah. like, this is yeah. my moment. Yeah. He's, I, and even he looks at that he goes, I can't stop. Because yeah. they're being quiet, yeah. you know. He's like, I can't stop. He's like, that's okay, son. That's okay. You know? I would love to do that with my son. Kids are raised differently out there. 100%. And I'm sorry, bro. I, I, and that's I, the thing is I know for a fact. You take one of those, I'm going to call them good old boys. Yeah. You take one of those good old boys, you put him in here, he's going to find a way to survive. Because it might take It might take a little adjusting. Oh, but he's going to get it. He's going to get it. The kids down south you are hustlers. You take me. And you put me out you there. You take me and put me in, in. In Arkansas, the middle of Arkansas. A, no, a no-name town yep. somewhere. Two hours outside of Little Rock, their capital. You're in the boonies. And what are you going to do? I'm gonna be lost. You're like, uh, where I do mean, I I'll start? survive, but it's gonna be way, way rougher, way rougher <laughs> than that 13 year old who's that, got it together. You right can now. put that 13 year old here, and he gonna hustle because all oh, he knows is hustle. He, he knows survive. He, he knows survive. But yeah, so it's it's a whole and and don't get me wrong, I think about that all the time. But I have I have my good job here. I have yeah. my pension due when I retire. My pension is gonna take care of me so well, my, me and my wife, mm. that we could even buy buy the whole trailer and and travel the country. Yeah. You know what That's I'm saying? Nice. We we can go see everything. We could have a post office box yeah. that I give somebody who lives somewhere the key to because I'm gonna be gone. Yeah. So it and and believe me, I, one of my best friends uh, uh, moved up. Uh, shout out Scotty Graham. Um, oh, I get, I get he, this yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, one of my best friends moved up to Oregon, and he went up there, and he's gonna be booked two up there. His his uh, uh, fiance works from home. Um, and you know, he was like, "Yeah, bro, we're moving." Blah blah blah. Sold his house here. Went up there, bought a badass crib right next to a river, just living. But to me. That's so scary to do. Um, Because this is my life. I know where I'm going. I know I'm going to make my money. And I know everything's going to be fine. And just just to pack up and leave like that. My wife has told me over and over again. We need to go back back to the south. And uh, yeah. I just don't know what I would do when I get there. Am I, am I you know... Am I gonna get a job? Am I am I gonna be good enough? Am I gonna be you know, you know? Because right now, right here, we have our we have our little bubble uh, of you know the electrical work we have right here, you know, in the in, the, in our little bubble. And, and am I gonna am I gonna make it if I go somewhere else? And I'm am I gonna get a job yep. and sustain it and yep. be one of their guys look, and and, look. and be on somebody's A list? Because I can tell you right yeah. now, I'm not on anybody's A list here. Yeah. At least I don't feel like it. Yeah. I feel like I'm a regular worker. I'm just mm. another number. Um, See, and I and I and I and I get that, and that, and that's how trade work goes. You know what I mean. And I had the option out of high school to be in the trade or to go to school. I didn't want to do either, so I had to find one that was in between, and I found that, and I get that, and I can think beyond just living here my whole life. You know, because I have those coworkers from the south who are making a killing, 
doing what they do with my company and we get to travel and and and, and you can choose whatever you want to do and I, I i could think i can't even see you out in the country yeah you're a I'm city boy through and through. I am a city boy for now, but believe me, I can adjust to anywhere I've been. I, so I'm not many saying you can't. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying yeah. it would be like a culture shock. You would adjust because you're a smart guy. But it would be such a you're, – you are the epitome of city boy, bro. You know this town like the back of your hand. You want what kind of food you want, okay, what kind of bar you want to go to. I mean, you show everybody a good time. Yeah, I can. And I can I've, I've it. witnessed I it firsthand. Around. I can get around. But – that doesn't mean that I want to, you know. There's there's places that you don't even got to live in the main city. I can live like 10, 15 minutes outside a good city. And um, I can have a nice suburban neighborhood and still be not too far from the town. And that's kind of how I want to be, but not here. Because if I do that here, any place that's 10, 15 minutes away is still going to cost me to live here. I can move to another major city, live 15, 20, 25 minutes outside of the town, have a nice suburban area, and the drive isn't going to tax me too much it's not going to be too far and i can live that and and then that's just that's the young in me still you know what i mean that's why i'm glad i found you know the career and, and and chose what i'm doing you know at the age that i did because i get to i get to i really have so the world is my sandbox and i really get to choose and you want to dig it baby yeah so you know and i and i'm glad that's all i want i want anywhere i'm happy and I can make myself comfortable anywhere, really. You know, give me my I, space. I know you can. I know you, you can. Know, you, you got a good personality. You, you got a good me. level head. You've seen a lot. You've been through a lot. You give me, you give me a little. You know, give me my Xbox and give me a phone so I can contact my family and friends. And you give me uh, elite status with my with my my flight of choice or my airline of choice, and I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I can get. I can. It ain't nothing. You got friends everywhere. You can stay at their house for a couple of days. Like. You know, real friends are going to be like, oh, we want you out here. You can stay with us for two or three days you want to visit. Yeah. Now all it's costing me is a flight and to pay for the food I'm out there. Yeah. You know, my, my job will pay for the time that I'm not out You already know you got a couch with me and mine. So, so I'm here, you know, I can go. You know, I got a good friend of mine. I'm going to Denver. I'm a Broncos fan, been my whole life. And I get to go to Denver for the first time, and I don't got to pay for a stay. And he's got a nice place out there. He just moved to from here to there. And I get to enjoy all that. And that's the best part about being young and kind of knowing the direction that you want to go. You know, I couldn't say a couple of years ago I knew where I was going to be. Yeah. But now I know where I'm going to be. And uh, we're going to get there. And I and I said it to say that, like, city's fun, but I'm thinking bigger. And I, I think not even bigger because the city's big. I'm thinking better for me well this mine. well see that's just get because we live in a crazy ass area where like bro the city starts from right here all the way up to santa rosa yeah you know what i mean yeah. and, and that once you get into wine country bro that's that is beautiful country in fact i think we're gonna do um well i think uh lauren wants to rent a pontoon boat this uh this you summer i get the double decker one with the slide. Well, we're we're all gonna throw in on it. She I'm told down. me to invite you. Obviously, my brother and, and Rob, like Barryessa. Let's go. Uh, she wants to do that, so we're gonna do that. Um, and I, oh, dude, we're going kayaking. But you just let me are know not kayaking. Uh, what do they call that? Not yeah, kayaking. Not a canoe. A kayak. Yeah. You let me know. It's a lazy river type time, shit, bro. We're the just time, drinking. The place. You give me a date so I can get it off at work and I can uh, plan accordingly, and I'm there. Yeah. I want to do it all, and I'm at an age. Of... So, what's some things you want to do this summer? I'm gonna turn on the Giants game in the background. 
I'm going to Chicago this summer for the first time. I'm going to San Diego this summer for the first time. Outside of the summer, this year, if we're talking just a year. So it's my first year I'm going to be able to travel. The furthest I've been on one flight my whole life, it was to Seattle last year. I had the means, the time, the ability to go anywhere I want now. I have three trips so far planned, four technically. One to San Diego, one to Chicago, two to Denver. All for the first time, and I and I and and that's my goal. Not even this year, next year to travel while I'm young. I got no kids, minimal responsibility. Hey, I pay my rent. That shit's good. I don't gotta worry about it. My bills are paid. I can go wherever I want, whatever extra money I have. As long as I'm still putting money away for my future, I'm gonna do it. I want to travel, and I can't at least the United States first, because yeah. I haven't even before I leave this country. I need to see what the United States is talking about. Yeah. Because, really, this is a beautiful place. And people, oh, yeah. people that have been Americans, people that have been here their whole lives, they like to say things and kind of like talk down like, like America isn't one of the greatest places in the world. Bro, we got so many beautiful sights to see. If you like parks, if you like cities, if you like partying. Nah, I don't get it, man. You can go to Vegas. You can go to Miami if you like to party. If you like, if you like scenic, you can go shit. You can go to Yosemite. You can go to the Grand Canyon. You can go to Yellowstone. You know what I mean? If you want to go somewhere where it's a little city and a little not, go to Washington. You've been to Seattle. Downtown Seattle is very lively. You travel 10, 15 yeah, minutes out. Talking about it. 10, 15 minutes out, you're in the mountains. You can go hiking. We got coast to coast. We got a very beautiful <sighs> country. And this country has everything. Waterfalls, beaches. Whatever you can think of. A lot of places can't say that. Yeah. A lot of other countries can't say that. You know, you want to go to China. You know what I mean? They got cities. They got they got the Great Wall. They got a couple of nice places. Yeah, but there's nothing like the United States. We got everything you would you could ever want. People don't think that peop- that there's tourists to America because we're Americans. No, there's tourists in America. What? You got New York. I've never heard of that. You got you got New York. You got L.A. You got San Francisco. Oh yeah. You got you got big places Miami, here that I are mean... talked about across the world, and people that are from that have been here the whole life that know nothing else. They're like, man, this place ain't even all that. And I get it. You been there? Sure. You don't need to go to it. But before I go anywhere else, I need to travel my own country. Yeah. Yeah. This is gonna be my second, third, and fourth flight, fifth flight this year. Yeah. So, my my I'm wife ready. went to Italy and she. I am not – I'm deathly afraid of airplanes. I'm not going on any any more flights. But uh, she she wants to go here, there, and everywhere. And I'm like, well, send me a postcard because I almost died on a flight, and I am chill on flights right now. Um, yeah. So I'm just saying my biggest goal is to just travel. You ask me what I want to do, it's just travel. I'm young. And if I can travel with work, which is a possibility for me, I'm going to do it. You know, if I got to yeah. pay to – you know, cover what I do here, but be able to go work somewhere else, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I'm going to take advantage because I want to see other places and I want to buy a place somewhere else. Hell yeah, dude. Mm. So. Well, I think this is yep. going to wrap it up for this episode. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm on the real the show. I'm Josh Rose. And uh, Lonzo. Lonzo No Ball. Yep, and the Giants are about to play. So yep, gotta... the Giants are on right now. Um, catch us on all platforms at on the real the show, all one word. Awesome. Peace.